podcast. Let's see if the audio is working. Um, man, I would hope that this is going into that microphone. Because <laughs> it's not, going to be really bad. Uh, we made a podcast episode 128 back in the building. Seas. What number is it? 128, sir. Oh, same <laughs> Let's hope so. And and and, and happy Gidono Chino. You know what I'm saying? What's that? Uh, uh, happy day of the Northeasterners in Brazil. Okay, it's like official day. day, like Fortaleza. Hasi- uh, okay. Uh, I don't know because they're Fortaleza, Hasifi. That's you know what I'm saying. That's a little bit more north. If anybody counts as us. <laughs> uh, but what are OGs in the game? You're south of those though. <laughs> So that's the only because we're the biggest state. That's the true north up there. You know what I mean? No, that's the north. north, north, I don't care about the true north. This is about the northeast. They're also northeast too. No, no. We're not talking about the northerners. There's northerners also, but we're the northeasterners. Yeah, but they're they're northeast as well. Okay, but the the true north. Don't say the true north. We're the northeast. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's like Northwestern University. We're Northeastern Mm, University. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, episode one twenty eight. We made a podcast back in the building. Got some exciting things to cover today. We're going to start with the recap of Juve vs. Enter. Oh, make sure you check us out at We Made a Podcast, we made a podcast.com. Um, everybody should be um, uh, subscribed to our YouTube. If you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, what are you doing? If you're not uh, subscribed to us on Spotify or dag on uh, your number, if you got an iPhone on Apple Podcasts or if you got a Samsung on Google Play, what are you doing? Or whatever podcast app you use. Um, we made a podcast.com for all those needs. Streaming live on YouTube right now, once again. Um, and apologies if it's not going into the correct microphone. <laughs> That'd be rough. <laughs> it's going to sound really but we bad. apologize. But you can always go back and listen to this on those other outlets, and but not on YouTube. Anyway, we're going to be covering the Inter versus Juventus match. Recapping that, Caesar. Somewhat recapping that. We're going to talk a little bit about FIFA 20, a little bit of an early review of FIFA 20. We're also going to talk about what does it mean when the good teams start struggling. We're going to talk about some of the good teams right now, historically good teams uh, that are struggling right now. Uh, We're going to do a review of the uh, Diego Maradona documentary, which I guess nobody really cares about. But um, we're the best number one soccer show in the world, so we're going to talk about it. Um, And, oh, I don't know if you saw the other email on the show notes. Um... Maybe we'll talk a little bit about. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about the um, China NBA beef right now. <laughs> I I read about that too. Yeah, I mean, you you care about NBA more than football anyway, so it's not true. Um, American football, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but anyway, Caesar, Syria C is kind of somewhat back. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I watched. Go, uh, go and confess. Now, um, I confessed I was taking my notes on my Android device, and your boy. Did not bring his Android device. I apologize. Mm, big um, baller but, status, though. Got two, got an iPhone and, hey, a, two phones. and, a, and a, a Galaxy. Okay. But I will say this. It's funny because I noted that this was my fourth Inter game of the year. Whoa. Big, big Why baller. am I watching so many Inter games? I don't know. But that's the only... They're, only, they're the only crush ones. on Lukaku. Actually, no. I definitely don't. <laughs> um, uh... uh well, look, uh, when I was watching this game, I was like, "Hey, like, it's really funny that this is not only my fourth, about my fourth game, intergame, 
also that the, the only reason is probably because the only ones that are interesting matchups this year so far. Okay, that um, makes sense. But yeah, like I, I, I know people tell me to watch Napoli, whatever, but I watched Napoli last year. I really don't <laughs> want to watch them this year. I want to watch them different. We'll be we talking about Napoli um, later. Like I've seen this, uh, uh, I've seen that uh, midfielder so many times um, uh, for Inter. Uh, Sensi, I've seen so much Sensi in my life. I'm like, I, I'm tired of watching him. And they tell me he's amazing. <laughs> A couple of you know, Matteo Bonetti's still annoying as ever on the commentating booth. Oh, why? I can't why? handle him. Why? He's just, why? He he's still on the Ronaldo hate train. Um, oh, still, uh, still on the hate train. He was saying that. Um, then oh, every game it's funny. Every time it happens now, he said that. Uh, all he did, he was doing these moves, and Ronaldo actually did a bunch of moves, and it ended up being a nice boy. He's like all these moves, but don't really trans- translate to nothing. But you know, the fans like it. I'm like, ah, just like dude, like they literally like why? Like man? he hates Ronaldo, and Ronaldo's rejuvenated Syria, dude. Yeah, it's like fun he's to rejuvenated Syria. Oh yeah, like. Literally, he's rejuvenated that league. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, He'd rather watch a bunch of old Italian guys. I was actually really intrigued with the ronaldo Dybala lineup, but I thought it was hilarious online that they were listing that Dybala was going to be the left side and Ronaldo was going to be the right side, and I was like, that's weird. Um, <laughs> that's cap. Yeah, that's cap. I was like, that would never happen. But you just you did see whenever Ronaldo got to his comfort spot on the left, and kind of, I will say this, Ronaldo did go kind of middle-ish today. He was very much in the middle, but today, I feel like but... it was. Redri- I mean, sorry, when the game was, but he's kind of. I feel like it kind of restricts him. Like you kind of, you kind of miss a little bit of Ronaldo when you do that. Like, yeah, of course. What's Just the like point? Because no one else on the left side is doing the work that he does. Yeah, of course. So when you put him there, what's even the point of this? So I, it was. A, I thought it was a kind of whack lineup, but you know, sorry, doing his thing probably for the fans and the FIFA players. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, this match started, and um, it was an early goal by DiBala. The funny thing about that four minute mark goal by DiBala. Is that not only was it just like all the all the love in the world, especially with Mike? Mc, I think it's Donaldson who is super annoying at ESPN FC, the, the commentator. He's like the, the most annoying dude, a big time hater. He actually made another hater comment, and then Bonetti kind of shut it down. When I was like, "Wow, I, I bet it took so much out of Bonetti to, to like ride for Ronaldo right there," but he did it. Um, uh, what, okay, yeah. He had made a Donaldson had made a comment saying that like, "Oh, um, uh, this." Oh, no, he, okay, well, let's ignore that. The Dybala goal. So, in the Dybala goal, Donaldson had said that you put Dybala in the game to do to get this kind of stuff done. Okay. And I was like, okay, but did you put him in the game because he only did that five times last year? <laughs> he only did it five times last year. So, you had 48 matches and he played it five times? <laughs> I don't know about that. So I, I, I thought, don't know. Yeah, five goals. Yeah, five goals last year, man. Okay. Look it up. Okay, okay. You mean in the league or the, in the... In you know? life. Okay. <laughs> I know you're before they eat like 20 hours or something, like but it didn't matter. He's screaming right now. Okay. Uh, I'm, away, I'm far away from the mic. It's okay. Uh, yeah, so Dybala definitely didn't do nothing last year. Let's so not forget about that. So, he made this goal. Not only was it a goal on the left side... It was a goal on the left side of the left foot, and I'm like, the goalie got to get that, and the goalie, not only did it not get deflected, which it looked like it could have, it was like right there, I mean, the guy was playing, there's no better defense you could have played on him, except yeah, for the yeah, fact true. that you sat on his right side, when you should have sat on his left side and made him go to the right, like we talked about. Yeah, he so, definitely had five goals in the league last year. He definitely had five goals in the league last year. Yeah. Ten total. Okay, but I don't care about Tim Cups. <laughs> I don't care about the, care about the how many Champions League goals. Uh, whoa! What do you have five? five. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, five in the, in the in the league and five in Champions League. Wow! Yeah, but you know, but you remember, uh, Ronaldo got uh, suspended in Champions League last year. True, and I think he had like one game was like a hat trick. Somebody that was like, against a. Uh, 
some, some random some, team. Some, yeah, that's true. Anyway. Well, whatever. I know we're kind of sounding like haters right now. Um, yeah, so the goal was kind of lucky. I don't want to hear this mess about him being... Like some kind no, of savior. That was a lucky goal. It was a lucky goal. It was dude. a good shot. Because because frame, because when like... you put because you're not gonna count on that goal every single week. Mm-mm. That's not a finished goal. That's not that's a goal of luck, and you're not gonna get those all the time. No, absolutely. It's just not. like the goal he got last year in Champions League. Oh yeah, I remember. Remember he got that super amazing goal in Champions League, and we're like, yeah, it's kind of cap. It was kind of like luck. It was like a super lucky goal he got. It was like in the top corner. I can't remember. Like this is luck, dude. Like, I'm a, I'm the number one goal hater, though. You are. <laughs> so it's pretty emphatic. Don't 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 um, don't base it off me. Also, if you're watching right now, drop a like for your boys up in here. Um. Yeah. So. That goal was capped, and then it's crazy because from that minute mark, this is definitely I remember, from the four-minute mark to, like, the 10th, it was just non-stop frantic pace. And I was like, yo, is this Italy or is this EPL right now? I mean, they were going back and forth. Ronaldo had, like, a good attempt that, like, Cuadrado did this incredible uh, inside-out move and passed it to Ronaldo. Ronaldo it barely got saved by the goalie. Oh, I saw that one. Ronaldo could have, like, had, like, three goals this game. Um, yeah, so... Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? He's got a brain freeze. <laughs> okay, so but yeah, it Inter was just got a penalty. Action. Inter got a penalty. Um, that was a legit a penalty. Uh, um, and then Lothado kicked that ball. Literally, you couldn't have kicked that ball harder. Honestly, like that ball was top, oh, yeah. top, bo- bottom left corner. That it, you can't say the matter. The I'm matter, still having trouble believing he's 22. He's everybody at 22. Playing, playing, came, came out a racing club out there. Racing club. Racing. And, uh, racing club. And uh, there's no S in there. In Argentina. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Lautaro's a baller. Still keeping that streak going. Um, Lukaku actually, I also thought... I mean, Lautaro, Lautaro. I know, if I'm saying that. Lukaku also thought played pretty good this game. Okay, okay. Um, I, I didn't think he played too bad. It's just the only thing that seemed like... He, he had an opportunity also that could have went in, but it, it didn't go for him. And I, I thought that... If he just, it seems like the thing is when you play him and you put bench him, he needs to kind of just get those reps out there. He needs to just get it because it's a different feel. It's not Man U anymore. The game is totally different here than it was at Man U. For I'm gonna him. keep it real. Like Lukaku can't. Obviously, I didn't watch this game, but Lukaku can get kind of shut down by good center backs. I've seen that. Well, you just saw Van Dyke shut him down. Yeah, but like he needs to be able to get off of that center back to be able to get it cracking. Because if it's a good dude and he's like pushed up the up the pitch. On that center back's like heels, he can't. And, be it's crazy because one of the things you don't expect Lukaku to be his best attribute. I think his best attribute is in the fast break because you he's kind good, of he's good on counter attacks. He's extremely. Remember in the good. World Cup? Yes, dog uh, in Brazil, multi- double dogged two. Brazil. In multiple World Cups, he was doing. He was that kind of monster in a, in a fast break. Well, and in the this most game, recent one, he dogged Brazil out. <laughs> I hope that blows on you right now, like kombucha. <laughs> no, like. What I especially when when he's coming with the ball down, I think he has that like un unpredictable speed. Like you don't really see that if you don't watch him enough, and it, he kind of comes at you really quick like a freight oh, train. Yeah. And he's fast. He he was coming in there putting in work, and uh, yeah, of course I think I, when I got to halftime, I was I was thinking to myself, okay, like what adjustments going to make because. Shout out to Squared playing incredible fullback again. Yeah, he's playing right back. Fifteenth appearance at fullback. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 played incredible job. It's crazy because when you put him in the back there, he plays like pretty good defense, but he's even more dangerously going forward because he has so much space to get up. Like when he gets his mojo from passing the first person, it becomes more dangerous oh, yeah. than him at winger. A winger is just one guy and he has all this pressure to get something done. But when you give him extra space to come with the ball, 
He he was making some deadly passes. I'm like, they literally don't even have this at right back right now. <laughs> and the thing about Cuadrado too, when he's playing at right back, he likes to dribble around somebody first and then do his thing. And that's when he's playing midfield in Copa America. He's going to dribble around if somebody. You, if you make him a winger, it's just too much. Like, I oh, you got to either do this or that. When you put him in the mid or way in the back, he gets his mojo going yeah. from that first person he ju- he juked out, and he was. Getting saucy this game, like straight up. It, it was it was really nice to watch. Um, the the thing is, like when you're like I haven't I haven't seen him play like right back for Juve, but it's same concept as when he's playing in the midfield. When he was playing in the midfield in Copa America, most midfielders don't dribble past that first defender in front of them. So when they do that, the rest of the defense is like panic mode after that because you've, you you messed that lineup kind of. So like when he and, and I would imagine when he's playing right back too, like most of the time the right back has somebody in front of them and they just have to like kind of pass it around. But if he can get around that guy, then like you kind of make the, the offense go faster and, and like straight ahead, like downhill automatically. So Square has always been a baller, always been underrated. But he's definitely like got some added dimension and like a fearlessness playing in the in uh, behind that front line, you know. Yeah, and I I think it's I think if anybody's to say in this game that um you know hey you you Ronaldo was not really the guy he is before. I mean, look, I don't even course, think that's true. But okay. I mean, like, look, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and say that I don't think it's the same dude that we're talking about 30, 31, 32 year Ronaldo when they had the orange jersey. I mean, that guy was ridiculous. But the same thing is like you're not you're not necessarily losing you're not getting a worse player you're getting a different type of player and I think that it's a, a, play, a player that's not being utilized correctly that's the issue here you, you don't think he's being utilized correctly? I don't think he's Juve? being utilized correctly I mean have, have he been utilized correctly have they won a Champions League I don't think so who, who, who with Juve yeah he's only been like two seasons I know but I'm saying that he has been utilized correctly I don't think I, he's I think, playing on the left wing most of the time yeah but yeah but they're swapping him in and out in the middle and the top right now like but, for example this game I thought it was it had been another good game to have Iguain in the middle. Ronaldo on the left, and his, and then whoever you want on the right, Bernadeschi or whatever. Well, Higuain came in later, though. I know he did. So I was like, why didn't he start over Dybala up top? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, a coach. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's the best thing in the world, but like sometimes a coach play around and like somebody, you know, you, you tinker a little bit sometimes. Not like Tuchel, where you can just yeah. put some 17 year old and, and hope for the best. But like, I mean, I can see the coach like. Wanting to try something, you know. Um, the the penalty going back on the penalty. Um, I did you see the replay? It was it legit. Was handball, lit. Right? So it was lit was playing defense, and when he played defense, he put his arm out like yeah. this, and when he went out, the ball landed on it. Yeah. I'm like, dog, that's got to be called a penalty. Yeah, it just sorry. has to. Yeah, like that's just what it is. Yeah, if you were like this and it went on you, that's yeah, not no, a penalty. Like outside, you're literally on your body. Yeah, but if I like this, I'm like, yeah. first of all, why are you even going forearm out? I mean, it, it can happen. I know it can happen. I'm like, uh, I wouldn't. But it's not. It's not bad on him though. No, know? no, it's, it's like, not in the world. I think people are kind of being hard on him right now, and they're really like talking about like he's fat and stuff. I'm like, geez, wasn't that his pass to Dybala? Wasn't that his pass for the goal? I'm pretty sure that was his pass. That went from uh, to, to, I think I'm pretty sure that was him to Dybala. Like I don't think he's playing bad at all, but people are kind of getting on him like crazy right now. Talking about he's like on some all uh, all uh, no pasta diet. I'm like, dude, just like well, well, you know what it is, dog. Like this is the problem because is he getting like hazed right now? <laughs> soccer is such a highlight driven culture from like yeah. the fans' perspective that like when they saw the highlights of him like in between Champions League matches or like before the matches, they're showing like header goals. Yeah. And it's like, yo, dude, or like some slide tackle. Uh, a, a center back don't ever have to score a goal. 
and a center back. You can have zero don't, whole career if you're don't, baller. Don't ever have to slide tackle somebody. It's mostly about positioning and cutting off passing lanes. What, what I liked about him, I because I just liked his size, his physicality. I liked that he moved Clear, well, clearing balls. Yeah, on the I, when I watched him, I was like, I wasn't, I didn't like care really about the goals he scored no, or whatever. What never. I cared about, I was like. He just looks really comfortable. He looks like he commands the back mm-hmm. line. And, like, he's worn that cat's man. He looked 34, but he's 18. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's really impressive to me. Yeah. And now I think that it's hard to be – it's tough to be hard on him because when we're talking about somebody who is now playing in a position behind uh, uh, Bonucci, and it's a new adjustment field. It's a yeah. new role. Like, and a new league. league. A whole, it's a whole new life. So this man needs at least one to two to three years yeah. to really kind of get it going. I mean, he's a young guy. Yeah. And, what is yeah. he, like 1920? He's yeah. ridiculous. And you're playing with seasoned veterans. You're playing with stars. You're playing in a totally different league. Uh, a center back is not an investment where you give a three-month window. It's an investment for the future. Especially yeah, for a young sure. baller. Yeah, exactly. It's an investment they, for the future. And they pay big money for him. So Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, people going hard on him like... like I mean, they're you're going to get annoyed if I bring this guy up. But it ain't like he's playing like Militao out here. Like, Militao looks crazy out here right now. But, like, he could still get it get it cracking, too. But from what I've seen, I think I've watched UV once or twice so far. Like, he looks, he doesn't look like superstar stellar, but most center backs don't. No. You know what I mean? And I think he looks serviceable. He looks yeah, he's good. He's, he's young. Good. Most center backs don't but have amazing I, games. My thing, I'm like, dude, he's young. If he looks decent now, that means he has so much potential in the future. Just go ahead, man. Especially going to Serie A. You know? Yeah, it's not easy. And you're playing with Ronaldo. That's like, the, that's like, the, that's like the center back legacy areas. Yeah, you're playing with these center backs. You're playing with Ronaldo. You, you Can you imagine? I mean, even though he's playing with some good Players. Players broke off and practice like crazy. <laughs> yeah, can you, he's, he's, he played with good players in practice at Ajax, too. But can you imagine, like, you walk it's up. It's different things. Yeah, <laughs> even, like, even Dybala. Even Dybala. Like, these guys are stars, you know? I have a question. Hmm. Do you think that Juve is... I, the one? I, you know what? Maybe the Ronaldo thing I kind of take back. Do you think they're underutilizing Berdeski? I can't say because I haven't watched him enough. I he like hasn't Ber- played much at all this year. Yeah, I like they paid Ber- like forty five mil for him. Yeah, I like Bernardeski, but I'm gonna keep it real. He's really good. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna say that Sorry knows better than me. You know what I mean? I, because I haven't watched him every every game. I'm just gonna give him the credit. Sorry's a good coach, so I would imagine whatever yeah. he's doing. And they're saying like, he hasn't scored in a year, which is fine. That's but, okay. Like whatever. The, the thing is, I don't think that Bernardeski is a right winger. You think he's a left winger? I think he's a midfielder. I've never felt like that. I've always felt like he Bernard was a winger. Bernard Desky came play fullback. He's play he's playing mm-hmm. winger. I, I think he's a midfielder. Dog, I'm gonna keep it right. I, I think, think he's he, a midfielder. I, I think he played in the midfield. I really do. I don't think he has a speed for the wing. I think he's good in the midfield. But it's Italy. He has you don't need for, to be that fast. I, okay, exactly. So you don't need to be that fast. I know. I'm saying he didn't have the speed for the wing, so I think he can play midfield. But, but I mean. I think he is. I don't think he's I a good player, but, but, I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, can see it happen. Yeah, I, possibly. Um, but as a midfielder, I don't know. Like, I feel like Bernardeschi is kind of like a one-track mind kind of player. I mean, and I mean like a cam, not like a true deep mid. Really? Yeah. I don't know, dog. I, don't, I mean, that's my dog, but I don't know if he got it up here to be a cam, dog. I think you do. I don't know, dog. I don't I mean, know. You're talking to Serie A C's right now. I mean, but he got all them tattoos. I don't think if you're like that cerebral 10 guy that you get all them tattoos. Caesar, there's not a lot of players that can really play a 10, dog. Like, that's another whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even the players that be wearing the 10 jersey and they're saying it's like a 10 is not even a 10. Like, Hamas, even Dybala. Like, they're not even he really a 10. Prince Boateng. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not really what they... That's, that's not really that guy. Like, you don't really see too many real cams out here. Like, I, you know there's a real cam, the, 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 the Japanese dude, now, now he's a true 10. Yes, um... 
I mean, obviously Valdivia in the 2015 uh, Copa America was ridiculous. Incredible. True ten life. <laughs> like honestly, that, that like go watch that film to see what a ten does. Yeah. This dude was like, I'm not shooting anything. I'm just gonna. Who's that Dutch dude again? Um, the one got fat. Huntelaar? No. No. Baldy Schneider. Schneider's a true oh, 10. okay, okay. I'm trying to think. I, I know there's a player out there right now. Erickson a true ten. Erickson, he's a, he is one for sure. Um, not not De, not Deli Ali. <laughs> oh God, Mata's a ten. Yes, Mata and, and you is. You know the true true of all time is hmm. your boy David Silva. David Silva is another one. Yeah, yeah. There are some out there. Um, even even uh, Kevin De Bruyne is too. And Isco. Isco is yeah. Kevin De Bruyne is too. But sometimes oh, no, he no he is he is yeah. he really is. If he could be in that role, he'd be like amazing. They have like kind of like in the, the deeper mid, but if he's like just straight there, he's yeah. He can, like well, I think he does it with Belgium. Him, he's really good yeah. There. I've seen him play as a ten, and he's, he's like he's amazing. Nasty. Yeah, but Isco is like one of the best too, and and Messi to be honest with you too, because um, he's kind of more plays. Honestly, if they actually set the formation up where Messi could be that, then they'd be winning the trouble every year. Um, he's like, no, I want to line up on the formation before the match. Right he's like, there. I want to be a right wing back. He's like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to ever see my <laughs> number in the middle. I want to see it there. I want to be far right wing back. Yeah, even though I'm never going to be, be right in front of the right back, <laughs> but not we're not yeah. crossing half line. But but even though I'm never going to do that. But <laughs> anyway, um, the second goal. Um, the second goal by Higuain, it's funny because when you watch Higuain and when he scores, you go, oh yeah, like, that's a very Higuain goal. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a very, he, like, like, very much a true striker. Let's see if um, he remembers who got, got that assist. Are you going to say it? Are you going to say it? Caesar, are you going to say it? Or are you just going to have dead air? I'm going to have dead air. Okay, well, you don't care about this show, but, um, are you, you don't remember who got the, um, Got the assist for that goal. Somebody passed it to Ronaldo. Ronaldo laid it off to the future. And the future... Uh, the future? G- g- gave it to uh, Higuain who scored a goal. That could have got saved too, but it was a good shot. Um, but yeah. Are you going to say who gave no, the assist? Who you're talking it's already. Good. Okay, go ahead. Alright. Yeah, so it was a great goal by Higuain. No one assisted him on that ball. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he took it from the, from the goalie. It was a throw-in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took it from the goalie, brought it all the way up. He he go kicked it to himself, caught it in the <laughs> run and scored it. You were talking about Super Aiden. Yeah. And uh that was game two one. Uh Juve on top of uh Inter making on top undefeated. of the league in, uh, on top of the league. Yeah, Inter was undefeated. Couple ties up in there. Um I'm, I'll let those ties slide. Um No in, no, Inter was six and zero before that. Um they were. They were 6-0-0. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen them lose a game. No, they were 6-0-0 before that. They didn't have, like, a super the hard U- schedule, U- Juve uh, drew one match. Yeah. So now so now Juve 6-1-0, and, oh, and then... Uh, I always kind of wonder. I'm like, wonder what happened if they really kept Nigel in. It'd be kind of cool to still watch them with Nigel I know. Um, but I'm not going to lie. What they do is every time is whenever Sensi comes off, Vincino comes off for him, and Vincino's solid. Vincino's They have good. a really good... I think Inter's a really good uh, deep bench right now with the... Oh. They have the Vincino that comes on. is very solid midfielder. Can, can really Another do one. it all. Uh, and then they have... Vincino's racist. <laughs> Um, and then they also I like to bring off of the bench. Now, of course, like if they have Iguain or Dybala, um, they have Douglas Costa who might be coming back soon. You who knows when? From, you just went to, from Inter to Juve. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Alex Sanchez. Alexis Sanchez. I meant Alexis Sanchez. So you know they got they got players on that bench. They got they got some death and people that can do something. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it, it could end up being a title race in Italy this year. I kind of doubt it. but I hope so, just for the sake of not being boring. Yeah, me too. Um, I actually hope Inter wins it. Because I, I, yeah, you like you like uh, no, I just see ultras. No, I just tired of seeing Juve win Italy every year. Yeah, well, you do kind of have a thing for Nazi ultras. We did have a conversation before we played soccer last Saturday about uh, the oh, legacy. Push the power button right now. <laughs> the legacy of your nation. Test me. <laughs> the legacy of my nation. Yes. Um, anyway, okay, Caesar. Before we talk a little bit of football, uh, before we talk about. The, uh, how big teams can improve when they're struggling. Um, really quick before we uh, for kind of forget about, it, we were just playing FIFA uh, 20. I want to I want to ask you, what's some of the positives and negatives of the new FIFA so far for you? Huh? And, uh, I, got, and I got a good question for you after this too. I like start off with the hate, so I'm gonna start with the negatives first. Jesus. Um, I think that the negatives are that career mode doesn't seem like it's been really changed at all, really. I think I'm doing, I feel like I'm spending more times in between the pre-match and post-match doing very boring, recycled post-match interviews. They ask the three, so this, this is manager mode. Manager mode. Um, they ask, and they'll do the same thing. And in, 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 uh, it's every single time I have an interview where they ask me if I want, are you okay? Is that you? No, what are you talking I mean, about? Relax, relax. You're so I'm talking. You're so defensive on my show. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it was me as my toes. Um, so, um, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, every single time you do a match, they basically ask you, "Oh, uh, you have this much." It's just like really corny, three recycled robotic questions with three you're answers. The only person that does manager mode. No, I'm not. On actually, Earth. <laughs> Okay, first of all, that's how those. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna get angry now. That's how out of the damn community you are. <laughs> the biggest discussion point is that they haven't made a change to career mode in seven years, oh. and they were like, "We made some changes." What they did, they literally added one thing, which was you have a pre-match interview and a post-match interview, okay. and it's literally just extra time out of my day between matches. It's garbage. I I want to do. I wanted them to go hard. Like in other what games, you, what like, would you like to see? I would absolutely like to see some um, uh, abilities to be played with the B team. Um, hmm. Some, some, some. Maybe like they do games where you like play against some potential youth talent and get to pick three out of the group if they like ball out. Just, just more integration with the youth levels. Everybody talks about the big thing about soccer, talking about the youth coming up, but you have no inclusion in that. You literally press scout, and then you hope to God that a guy between a player rating of forty nine and fifty two pops up, and you can grab him, and then in, in, th- in two seasons he'll become a seventy three. That's like the most boring process we've been doing for five years. There's no, there's, there's just no substance to it. It's all been money invested to FUT, which is annoying as hell. FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah. So. I was excited about manager mode. It's whatever, but I'm gonna keep playing, and I'm happy. And I'm not. That's my negative. I'm gonna keep playing it. Okay. What's the positives? Positives. They added more slave slots. Thank uh, God. More what? Save slots. Oh, I thought you said slave slots. Oh. They added more slots for slaves, <laughs> and it's a great feeling. Now, um, uh, clip that. Uh, basically, so now instead of having four, you have up to ten, and it's a lot better. At me, I'm, 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 I'm I abuse manager mode. I have. Usually, like a couple issues. top teams. I go issues. to I, I play a whole year and I leave. People like Chris, they'll go eight years into league. I'm like, I don't want to see random names out there playing. I I only go as far as the players retire. Um, so Caesar's addicted to video games, by the way. Okay, in case um, you didn't know. yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> I just said that. Hey, man, are you? What are you doing right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm, are you sabotaging the show? No, I'm not. Um, 
That's a great feature. Feature Volta mode is amazing. The only I want to ask you a question about that. The only issue about Volta mode is that I played the beta and I played the hell out of the Volta mode, so I'm not feeling the fire to play it right now. Hmm. So I, like I'm waiting a little bit till I feel like I really want to play it. Um, that's cool. Are people are people like into Volta mode? They are. Okay. Um, and I don't have I don't have the answers. I me and Sean were actually supposed to try to do online with each other. We didn't get to. I want to see how that is. Um, the ranked mode is good. I haven't had any lag issues right now, so I've been playing a lot of ranked. Big, um, big Sean from uh, our fifth episode. Absolutely, big Sean. Um, that's been pretty well, and I think that also the 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 Proclo has been smooth too. I love Proclos right now. So you've done Proclos on twenty. Yeah, I have a team of Proclos wow. right now. Okay, I'm joking. Okay, here here's my question, Caesar, because we've talked about this like slightly a couple times before. I don't know if we ever actually did the segment. But do you think that, because we've talked about uh, does FIFA kind of lower people's football IQ, like the fans and stuff, uh, do you think the Volta mode is going to lower their IQ even more? No, I don't think so. I don't think Volta mode is that serious. Um, I think Volta mode, if you actually play it, it's actually completely different than the mechanics of the actual mode. Yeah, I know, but I'm so saying I think it's, that it's three on three and it's FIFA Street and it's like, what if people start playing that so much and then that kind of mentality transfers no, because- to... Because we've said that about the regular FIFA. Yeah, I think regular FIFA because it's more. It's more people think it's some kind of simulation of the real life event. Okay, okay. But okay. I don't think Volta mode does because it's already a recreation of past games like NBA Street and all that. So and FIFA they, Street, yeah, FIFA Street. So I don't think so. I used to play um, Austria back then. No, I don't really care at all. <laughs> uh, 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 they have some big old dude. I called him Lurch. Yeah, it only explains who you are. Um, yeah, so basically, <laughs> yeah, I, I think FIFA Tony is cool. It sucks to me because it's starting to hit me now. It's been 20 years I've been doing FIFA. And now, finally, it's starting to hit me where it's like, wow, I just paid another 60 bucks for or, for a game that could have easily been a DLC like and, and a downloadable content. What is, oh, that's what that, that's what that it, means? I mean, it could have... Literally, literally, the only thing that changed is maybe not even the... I don't think the graphics changed at all. Um, they barely, added barely. one thing, which was the interview mode, and they added a street mode. That could have been like a, a 10 gigabyte update that... Destiny, Destiny, other games do stuff like a shot, uh, a season pass. You just pay forty bucks and you get a whole new auditions. Uh, Caesar, if they would have released Volta FIFA Volta as like a separate game, would you have got it? No, I would have waited till it was cheaper. Okay, let's say if it was half. Oh, the price. if they had a solo FIFA Street mode, one hundred percent. Yeah, I probably would have got it. <laughs> I probably got it. What if it was ninety bucks? No, I'm not getting that. Sixty? No. Forty-five? Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah. Give me two dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I have to check my bank account. I still owe you from the from the theater. <laughs> okay, Caesar. Um so but so you're feeling it overall though. I'm feeling overall. I think it's good. Um I think it's I think it's I mean, do you even I mean you I'm biased. Okay. You are only on your second title really. Basically. How do you feel? Do you feel any difference when you played? No, but that's because I'm also not really that good. Yeah, but you know do you I mean? feel anything different when you play? No, but like I might if I was like if, really if, good. But if I'm not. I didn't tell you, probably would have thought you'd play in the same mode. But yeah, well, it looks there's some stuff that looks different. But like, I mean, just in the um, you know, when you're at the home screens and stuff like that. You know, what I did notice less of the light shadow problem. So far, so far. But we're playing. I, when I played manager mode, I haven't seen it. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, hopefully, somebody told me that's very annoying. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm not that good <laughs> at all. But what what I what I have seen though, like uh, like you said, there's some like tackling is a little bit easier. Like 
There, I mean, not easier, but there's some like stuff where it's yeah. like not as annoying as before. But we're only playing on since we just started this this uh, season. We are playing on professional, so maybe if we put it up to what's it called, the one after that, I think it's world class. Maybe they'll start cheating again because <laughs> they just be cheating. Like honestly, that's the thing that's an, that annoyed me playing world class. I'm like, it's not like it's harder to play. It's just like all their players are really fast. I miss all my shots now. And then they make all theirs. Yeah, and they make all theirs. I'm like, that's not really like, you know, and, and like my computer sucks and like theirs is good. I'm like, that that, that isn't like, like, I feel like if you're going to make it like a higher level up, like the pass anticipation and like making the correct pass is like the thing. Like people collapse on you more when you have the ball, but whatever. I, I don't know nothing about game development, so. Okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> Can they bring Miss Pac-Man back or what? <laughs> they have it out. You don't need to bring it back. I'm trying to get a joint, the sit-down joint and Pizza Hut joint. What are you doing with your hands, man? The joystick. Oh, you know, whoa, the joystick. whoa. <laughs> you know, the, the, the joystick you and pizza. You thing. know what I'm talking about, though. They have those. The sit-down joint and you pizza. You plug it into your TV, they have them. No, I'm talking about the sit-down joint Oh, you pizza. want a whole bar, yeah, a bar the whole... arcade that with a TV screen inside? You, go you, like that? you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. But see, Pizza has it in Long Beach. But, you should go but, to... but if you go to any place now, because it's so old, like the joystick is so messed up now. So um, you want a true, clean, authentic one that you mess with. I mean, like, it's Unless, just... Well, we made it get that check, man. It'll be your first thing you splurge on. Just the, the gameplay on it is so bad in the arcade, because the joystick is... 30 something years old man. yeah it's like super it's like super it has so much give to it <laughs> well no I just don't go you could be like ding 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 and they don't even move um, obviously I'm go hard Miss Pac-Man anyway Caesar, um want to talk about what's going on in some of these leagues right now whoa earthquake was it or is this yeah. you stomping the ground um <laughs> some teams are struggling and one of these uh, most of these I'm going to I want to talk about are big teams but Tottenham isn't um <laughs> but <laughs> it's interesting to see these good teams struggle. And I think there's different issues for each team. But I want to talk first about Manchester United. Manchester United right now, eight eight matches into the season, are sitting in 12th place. Oh, that'd be so dope to get relegated. I think I called that. <laughs> that'd be so dope. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That'd make my life. You know what would be funny? The, the 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 people scrambling to get the championship uh, on their network. Oh yeah, because like people still gonna watch Man U. Oh yeah, they're gonna and they're gonna be like excited to watch Man U in the second division. They're gonna talk about the hype coming in. When they oh win the yeah, like it, it, like somebody's gonna like BN used to have the championship on being here. Yeah, they're gonna be like plus has some championship. They're yeah, gonna be I, like I saw Wigan Athletic on there. <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh, we're trying to get the championship. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Man- Manchester United is sitting in twelfth place right now. The record is two, three, and three. They got nine points in eight matches. Like us on Stable. Who? That's on our game. Who? FIFA. One more time. Our our our, our pro club team. What about them? With same record, basically. Remember? Oh, oh, <laughs> stupid. Um, they just lost to Newcastle the other day before this international Man, break. Maxwell was putting on that game. Jesus. I did see some play too, and you know who started? Who? DeAndre Yedlin. No way, he's yeah. back. Mm-hmm. All I care about Newcastle starting is my boy St. Maximilian Cornelius III, um, Please, DeAndre don't, Yedlin, don't forget the Augustus. And my boy Muto. Muto. Strecker, oh. he's baller. Okay. Um, as, long, as long as he's not poor too. Um, no, it's Muto. <laughs> cool name. Okay, Caesar. I want to know what you think 
Like, what's going on with Man U in your opinion, off top? I think there's a couple things actually going on. I mean, this is many years now of not active watching Man U, but just seeing from. I remember when they got Falcone. Remember all this happening and. Let's, From you know, that decline there, I, I, I think that the big I, issue this season. Yeah, I, I, let me just say this. I'm not trying to like cut you off or like say like, trying to dictate what you do. Let's stick to like this season mm-hmm. because because we could brag on them for the past five seasons and just spend the, the whole show. time. But like <laughs> it would. But let's let's just go for this season because it's Man U. There's always going to be hype going into the season. So let's just go like these these eight matches basically. I think Man U. The one of the one of the one of the primary issues with them is that they've. Had a bad job of, of of being able to turn over talent on their team. Mm-hmm. They seem to retain older, uh, I guess not old talent, but just talent from the previous years where, let's keep it real, nothing really materialized. Statistically, I didn't really see anything crazy from these players that stayed. And then results-wise, what did it really get to some of them? I know they won a Europa League. Um, but a couple years ago. Yeah. You, you retained some players. You didn't move on. And then... The big thing to me is you've always been this allure been a big club that pulls in big players, and they always do the whole, well, who could say no to Man U? Clearly, a lot of people <laughs> are because the biggest thing you're able to pull was Paul Pogba. But that was before he won, that was before he won World Cup. I'm going to keep real, though. If Paul Pogba won World Cup uh, and was still in Juve, I don't think you would have been able to pull him on Man U. You got Pogba kind of at the right time. It was like right when he was balling but still kind of youngish. And he was, you got him at the right time. But this Pogba, I think he would have went straight to Real or something like that. I'm sorry. And then you got Alexis Sanchez when who really wanted him? It, him you got highest, him from Arsenal. Highest, highest you didn't even get him from Barcelona. You got him from Arsenal. And the highest salary ever. And you for paid a him an EPL. You're paying him. You're paying him half a land and part of Greenland for him. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so I just, you know, I think that there, there's improper, there's improper management in terms of. Players, players on the team. Why on God's earth you still have Juan Mata starting games in 2019 is beyond me. I was watching this dude in a Chelsea jersey, still trying to get time for Mourinho, and he's over here getting starting minutes at Man U. What's happening? He should be playing in the Open Cups or whatever. He should be playing. <laughs> he should be playing in the games they play in Singapore. I'm like, oh, Singapore man, let's get let's get let's get a World Club Cup. Let's get Mata out there getting his minutes in, getting his legs, his knees good. <laughs> not not starting champion, trying premier the premiership. Nah, dude, you can't be doing that. Honestly, I put that. Um, they're and not... you still have Jesse Lingard. What? Oh, I'm joking. <laughs> um, they're they I I did put they're not bringing in top players. Like they're not bringing in dudes. It's like wow, you get excited for. They got Pogba a couple years ago, but this season, all they did was let go of, of let Lukaku, and then they got uh, Juan Bissaka. I'm joking. Um. And who else? There was somebody else they got. Um, uh, so Daniel Center, James or James Daniel. Daniel James. But it's like, I, even though I like Daniel James, Baller. but like, you need to be bringing in top, top players. Yeah, and I don't mean to cut you off. No, The thing is, is, okay, you got Juan Basaka from Crystal Palace. Yeah. You got him from Crystal Palace. Yeah. You got him from down the block and around the corner in the same same country. Yeah. You didn't really go and do some uh, recruiting where you found him. He's not a top player. Look, look, I, I, don't, I don't hate to keep bringing this dude up. For example, like, okay, we watched Copa America. Right? Yes. Japan played Copa America. Yeah. I watched three people and I'm like, these guys could play, play somewhere. In Japan? From Japan? Yeah. And yeah, the first thing I see the first thing I see is one player was playing in Qatar. Boom goes to FC Porto. Mm. Just like that. For thirty million. I'm like, okay, look, that's called scouting. They watched this, they weren't watching matches in Qatar. they watched this Copa America mm-hmm. and they were like, That guy's could do something. Yeah. Brought him over, he's got the ten jersey and he's starting for Porto. 
I don't see Manu doing that. No. Manu's getting dudes from the same tournament, and they do the same, and it's the same corny spiel I see on TV. Yeah, I remember I we, we played against them, and we told coach, yeah, we got to get that guy. That sounds like the only kind of scouting I hear from Manu all the time now. That's the way they got Ronaldo. That's the way they get everybody apparently. But are you really spending times in player scouting? Because what they should have been doing is going. Mm, I'm gonna go this. The, 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 I'm gonna go the Domino League over here in, in, in France and see what's Guendouzi. good. Yeah. Doozy. I'm gonna go get Rafael Braun over here mm-hmm. that, from from Lens. Like, dude, like you're. What are you really watching out here? Yeah. How does how are you, man? You and the Bill Fakir goes to. Hey, but Betis. Don't ever uh, Portuguese. It's it's how it's how, how, how does that happen? Don't ever do that over here. <laughs> over here, what is some kind of original yeah, language podcast? Yeah, I'm repping some true Spanish podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. From Port- hell, Betis. No, don't don't Brazilian Portuguese. No, I just messed up the Spanish. That's mean. Um, how does he go there? Yeah. So. I don't understand the recruiting here. I don't understand the scouting. Like and, I wouldn't and, even oh, say so, you got to scout. Just go get the best players. But like, oh, like I would say they should you, get Neymar. You, you get Mbappe. If someone's saying that, oh, well, you don't want to overpay. Let me tell you right now, sir, <clears throat> man, you. If someone's to tell me, if, and this is a situation, man, someone says they shouldn't be, they don't need to be overpaying or whatever. Oh God. You are in no position to not overpay for anybody. Yeah, no, you're, you're going to you overpay gave, for everybody. You gave five fifty k per week. Yeah, to Alexi Sanchez. Everybody deserves seven hundred k after that. If you give him five fifty k, anybody Juan Basaka should get six hundred k. I'm sorry because <laughs> he's he plays, so but he's, yeah, so, he's dead regular. It's, I'm sorry. The, everybody was everybody comes into Man U seasons giving this all kind of weirdo hype going on. I'm like, is it really going to crack off? I watch one game they lose three zero. I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> guess we're just back to normal. Or they get their first match they win one zero. Everybody's super happy because man, you always balls out that first game. Everybody's super. Yeah, excited. the first game they beat yeah, Chelsea four zero. I mean, Marshall's first match he was over there putting in the uh, yeah, a brace. Huh? Stay injured. I think like he's that. fake injured. I think he's like. I don't think like, he wants to be there. Yeah, he's like, oh god, it's raining again. Sacre <laughs> bleu. <laughs> it's raining again. <laughs> Melts. <laughs> raining goes. Yo, it's, my ooh, knee, dude. My ribs. Ooh. You know what happens, coach. Whenever that rain comes, my joints act weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that there's there's real I, there's no real investment from top down. Bring I, in the top players. Bring in stars. Bring yeah. in bring it, in the big. What, is, what does that mean? It's people like to blame the ownership. I don't even know if it's necessarily ownership. I think it has to do with player management. If ownership aren't the people that are doing direct player. Like, decisions, like the then club. everybody in the, in that booth is with the, the suit on, I would literally say, all y'all go home. All that y'all way. take the tram, go home. Uh, everybody out now. Way. Everybody go. Yeah, they should get way. us. I mean, honestly, like they don't they don't want to win. That's yeah, why exactly. they don't get us. Well, that's honestly. I mean, we've had that discussion many times. Like, is it more advantageous for a team like Manchester United to win or just be in the news all the time? Um but yeah, I just feel like go get go get the top players. Like you, you look at the top three teams in each league, and just go get the best players. Like yo, hey, you want to come to Manchester United? We're gonna triple your salary if you play in France, if you play in Germany, if you play in uh, in Spain. Uh, unless you're like unless you're like Luis Suarez or Messi or something, you know what I mean? Bale, we're gonna triple your salary basically. Come out here. I mean. You might not love to live in Manchester. You might not love uh, 
the weather or something, but you're playing for Manchester United, and that does mean something. And you're going to grow your big glo- love, global brand big time, you, you, no matter what. It's the only this ain't club Chelsea in the, and Arsenal. It's like, the only club in Europe that you're going to get that actual access to American sponsorship and attention. Absolutely. I'm sorry, it's that's the, the biggest number one. club, basically, between Barcelona and, Fran- and, and, uh, and Real Madrid. And... And and but then it's an English speaking audience. Like you're 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 in a place that speaks English, so you're it's more money global. You're yeah. So I don't know. Like I just don't understand like why they don't I, go get the top players. And, and I always think to myself, look, if I were to be this hypothetical great player, amazing player, I can see myself being in a situation where man, you made an offer I couldn't refuse. Absolutely. Yeah. Because no matter what, as much as I love, you would love some other clubs. You go, dude, it's freaking man, you man. Because if I ball there, I can little. They'll literally start calling me the greatest of all time in two years. If you start, if you play for, okay, I, literally, I'm sorry. The only teams that you uh, can pick above them for real, for real, is like Real Madrid and Barcelona. If yeah, you for play real. for Atleti, for if you play for PSG, Lyon, Bayern, BVB. Uh, anywhere Juve enter Milan, like, like, like just what? go you like, got, like they're trying to get you you gotta go like do, is it is it the newspapers doing recruiting or are they doing it because the newspaper would be like oh yeah well man you want Sanyaki Williams I'm like well, but I, why I don't they know give, you I know, don't even believe that what's stuff. going on here I don't believe that stuff but, I know but if but honestly I'm just like dog like you can get anybody maybe they why don't like you, Chevrolet why don't you just try to get the top players and you know you know what? Like, let's say there's like a young player. I'm trying to think of somebody, maybe like Latour Martinez. Like he's 22 or whatever. Oh. Maybe, I, I, and he he came to Inter last season, correct? Mid year. Let's say you know he's 21 I years old. 21 years old. Have somebody call his agent up and be like, "Hey, we seen him. He's a pretty good player. We're not we're not sure, but but put him in some English classes. You know." Let's let's start getting that ball rolling. You know what? If, if if Man U called Valentino Martinez and they said, "Man, looks like he's going to enter," and you say, "He's coming to Man U," and you what? hang up the phone, and then you whatever the whatever the hell Inter offered, you say that's cute. He's yeah, coming but, here. Yeah, but but I mean, even if you don't necessarily want some player, you, let's say Man U doesn't know yet because they don't know how it's going to pan out. At least you could put the bug like, "Hey, you know, we we got our eye on this guy." You know, he's 20, they're 21, not, They're not 22. even in a position to, they're not even in a position to not know if a guy's going to pan out. Well, you got to just kind of get it well, going. Well, I, I mean, yes and no. And, I, and, and I'm not talking just like, oh, get all the random, uh, random talented young players around the world. Get, you can get some guys with what, names. Now, Bill Fakir wasn't a guy you couldn't get. Well, th- that's another thing too. So what I'm saying initially is get the top players. And if you're not going to, and, and, and uh, along with that, getting the top players, Put the bug in the ear of the young players because, yeah, if somebody says somebody's coming from South America or something like that, maybe you don't want somebody straight out of Argentina, straight out yeah. of Brazil to come straight to Man U. That, that, I, I can understand that. Yeah. You want to see how they adapt to playing in Europe first. Okay, but every other team they're going to go to, most likely, Man U is an upgrade. Mm-hmm. So be like, hey, you know, we've seen this guy. He looks pretty good. You know, Put him in some English classes, you know. Let him get some familiarity with the language. Agreed. He can say okay and uh, thank you, but like, let's get him a little bit, you know. I seen Mbappe. I I seen Mbappe for a while now. I know he couldn't speak no English before. This dude was talking at the uh, FIFA Awards, speaking English with Luka Modric, speaking English. I'm like somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, yes, if you want, if you, want if you want this Jordan extra contract? Go ahead. The, some, but somebody at man, you might have. Hypothetically speaking, somebody in, in EPL could have could have been or, or City could have been like, hey, you know, 
you know, we know you got a contract. You're gonna have to play a couple seasons at PSG. Yeah, They're not gonna let you go yeah, yet. But they they should literally be like, we're gonna give uh, our whole youth system and two hundred million dollars for for Mbappe right now. And and they might be like, and, and it'll be a lot easier for you and a lot better for your brand if you speak English when you come here because True. Martial was when obviously Martial wasn't a star when he came from Monaco, but he didn't speak English when he came oh. there. So like, it, so it's gonna be an issue, you know, it, especially in that media market. Maybe in Italy or whatever, or France, whatever, you know. But, like, English, I mean, in England, you want to be a part of that media scene. So you get there and speak some English, yo. Um, but anyway, I don't want to spend all the time on menu. No. Uh, okay, another one, really quickly, I guess, uh, Tottenham. Tottenham right now, I didn't write down the record because I guess it doesn't matter as much. But they went from losing 7-2 to Bayern and then... It, in Champions League, then got back in the league and lost three zero to Brighton Hove Albion. Is that a is that a is that a um, Eastern European team? <laughs> it's too stupid. <laughs> um, they're they're like mascots a seagull. I'm like, damn, dog eats chip wrappers. Like, is it the team that has the American Express logo? Yes, it's just hard. It's the best, best sponsor. I'm just like, this is American a seagull. Express on the jersey though. It's a white sea flying rat, dude. Like, what do you do? <laughs> Elephant. <laughs> I remember they used to uh, throw Alka Seltzers to the seagulls. And hey the man, come on! I man. didn't do that. I didn't do that. Uh, I didn't God, do that. Uh, look at this band. <laughs> you know the most aggressive push ever, Peta. <laughs> That's true. They want you to out. Whoever said that? Uh, I don't remember the names. Yeah. Well, um, but they were, they were they were like this though. Um, okay, so what do you think is going on with Tottenham? What's up with them? I actually don't really know the answer to that, to be honest with you. Um, I'd be frank, I've seen Tottenham play one time this year. Okay. Um, I don't really know what major difference they made. Other than I can only imagine just age might be a big difference of what's changing in their team from before last year. Players um, getting older? Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we're talking about them still having, like, Sissoko starting. I don't think Sissoko's bad. I think I've been, but I was like, man, I've been watching Sissoko play for a minute now, dude. <laughs> Is this really, like, what we got going on midfield? I know they have one Yama who's a baller. And they have. Uh, uh, I haven't seen him play all season. Um, I, I know they have. Um, and then they got our boy. Uh, Son. Son, and they got they got Endobele. our Endobele. So they got good players. So I don't really know necessarily what the answer is. It could just be that they 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 still having Serge Aurier play games. That could just be the biggest negative on their team. To be honest with you, um, uh, yo, you know, I don't, I don't watch games trying to watch somebody play bad. But geez. You know, this is off topic. I'm going to talk about Tottenham. This is off topic. I seen something. I think it was AS English talking about. Um, no one can see. I can't. I don't care about you. Um, talking about what's his name? Um, Hakimi coming back to Real Madrid and stuff. Oh yeah. And yeah, I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, yo, I watched him play. He was the worst player on Real there, Madrid. The people in the comments talking about like, oh, it's, it's poor management if they let him go. I'm like you literally haven't you watched never, the game. You didn't. You never watched the play. I, I'm seeing him play for BBB. That's I, cute. Well, but I was, remember, was the worst. Remember, player. remember, I was the one trying to ride for him. I was like, give him time. He's young. Give him time. I literally on the show. I, I watched the game. I watched him. I was like, you know what? I remember Ray Hudson right. talking about the young wonder kid. I'm like, why do you just make stuff up? He was so bad, <laughs> like horrible. Yeah, it sucks he was. It was. He was worse than Danilo. <laughs> it sucks because hey man, he scored the best on goal of all time. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's second. No, I thought it was the best. Second. Though. If Vidal's was better. Um, no, no, wait. I think actually you I said his I first. Said, I said Vidal. Get, so yeah, thanks for right. teams. Um, you so lost. Um, uh, it sucks because when you watched him, you ha- you had some nerve to tell me he was good. And then I'm like, if he's good, what was Regulon a god? 
Because Reggie Lone played last year, yeah. and he looked amazing to me. Yeah. He looked amazing. So if, if Ostroff, Ostroff looked like a wonder kid to you, then what the hell was Reggie Lone, just the next coming of Jesus? You know these people are a cap. But anyway, okay, so going back to Tottenham, what I really think is going on um, and the reason why they're struggling, you know, they went to the they went to uh, Champions League final last year. They're back in Champions League this season. Um, hmm. I just think it's the coach. Like, there's no tactics, there's no creativity, and there's a part of me that feels like he wants out of there. Uh, th- he's sending out some cryptic messages that we've talked about, like, saying there's players with different agendas, I guess, and I just don't know what that means. He's had some meeting with the um, with the, uh, uh, the owners the or whatever, the board. I don't know, obviously, I don't know what would happen, but I just feel like he's, he's lacking any kind of tactical creativity, and he's just kind of putting out a lineup and just saying, like, y'all just go play, instead of, like, obviously, like, these guys have been playing forever, so they basically know what to do, but sometimes the coach, like, you're watching what's going on, like, you gotta be able to say, like, hey, you know, like, do this, other than just having two people switch sides up top, but, like, saying, like, oh, you know, I'm watching this guy do such and such thing. Yeah, and, and sometimes players have tendencies, and sometimes players, even though they're humans, they need reinforcement. Yeah, exactly. They need reinforcement. And they're and used someone to can, being Someone can know everything taught. in the whole world, and they, they, they still need a coach to be able to help put it all together. Yeah, absolutely. All the tools and the shit. Yeah, so it's... it's uh, they'll probably end up doing well this season, but, like, damn, losing 7-2 at home? Oh, Lord. Question. Hmm. Who's going to finish lower this year? Tottenham, Hotspur, no S... Joe Budden, no S. Yeah, no Joe Buddens. Um, or Manu. Holly Holm, no S. No E S. Um I think Tottenham will f- I'm sorry, I think uh, Manu will finish lower. Because they have the past two seasons, so. Alright. Um Was it two seasons? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Anyway. Okay, uh next one, really quick, uh Leon. Oof, Leon right now sitting on nine points. They are technically, they're not in the relegation zone, but they have the same amount of points as teams in the relegation zone. So there's like eight, nine, there's like five teams with nine, <laughs> including them. And like that nine is, there's a team with nine points that's in the relegation zone. <laughs> so, so we're calling them relegated. So yeah, like they're technically one. And so the bottom team has eight. So they're one point off of the bottom. <laughs> um, they did fire, I think either today or yesterday. I think it might have been today they fired uh, Silvino, um, and they they won in the Champions League last week, I think, but they lost to Saint Etienne this last game, and that's like their big derby is Saint Etienne. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think you've watched them this season though. All of those are the starting Bertrand Traore. I'm like, you're not going to get anywhere. Well, no, they're not starting him. Okay, good, because I watched him, and I'm like, there's nothing. No, he's to... decent, though. Nah, dude, I'm sorry. He lost me that match. I'll never forget that. <laughs> that one in the, for Ajax? Yeah. That Caesar, come on, that was so long ago. My scout, my scout game is incredible. I've seen it. I've got it, all the answers right no, there. No, Bertrand Traore is good, but I feel like he might be injured. I haven't seen him in a while. I hope so. <laughs> Damn. I like Maximilian Cornet more than him. I don't know what's up with him either, yo. I, I feel like he might be injured as well. I don't know what's going on. Um, everybody, everybody like injured. Depay, Not everybody's on drugs. Everybody's injured. I, I've seen Depay and I've seen um, uh, Dembele, obviously. I mean, who did and uh, who did Alar. Leon really get this season? Who did they? I mean, get? they gave they got a lot of money for Dembele. What did they get for him? I don't know, but I, I mean, nothing. I mean, I, I don't know to be honest with you. Um, Do you see? They got some center there? back. They got some center back. I, I don't know who he is. Who? 
I, I don't know. They, they got some center back. I don't know who he is. But, they um, saw that Belgian dude, right? D- Denier? Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh. Um, Mad undersized. Undersized? Oh, you're joking? I'm like 5'11", but 6 feet. That's Small undersized up. for a center back? Yeah, man. This dude literally knows nothing. He's like a fullback. Okay. Hey, man, I'll hang up right now and say something like that again. <laughs> hang up. I literally know nothing. <laughs> I literally put this for the extra. What are you now. doing? Uh, whoa. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See, the biggest we made it hater after George would tell us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, so, so here's what I think is going on with Leon this season. Um, they hired a coach with no experience. Silvino has never been like the head coach of a team. Um, is he, it the Brazilian guy? Yeah, yeah. From he used to play for them. You Juninho did. I don't know if Silvino oh. did, but maybe he did. He, did, he doesn't speak French, um, also, which I think is kind of a big deal in France. You need a you need a coach that, that speaks the language. Um, and How they interview? Huh? You're like, oh yeah, just translate with the interview. Like they didn't think like that was a qualification. Just well, I mean, I think some there probably some other coaches maybe, but I don't know. Not true. I'm hating. <laughs> so, yeah, he has never been the um, actual head coach of a team. He worked in the Brazil staff. Oh, uh, yeah, Silvino. Yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember. Um, and I... He, th- he oh. was, like, part of the team that... He was the coach of the team that won, like, the, the Olympic team or something like that, right? I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. But he's worked with, like, Tiago Silva and Neymar and all them. Yeah, they all... Um, mm-hmm. They all, like, hugged him before the match. I think I was telling you, like, before the Leo match, they were all, like, went to go, like... They were hugging him. Goodbye. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Also, what I think is that Lyon should be hiring, like, top coaches. Like, yeah. you're a big club. You have a huge fan base, at least in France. I don't, I can't speak for the world. But, like, there are a lot of people that like Lyon. And they used to be the dominant force in France uh, before PSG. And I think they should be getting big coaches. Like They when, should, too. I think they should. You know, when, it's good for the league. Yeah, when dude leaves, the guy before, I forgot his name, Genesio, maybe, um... Like reach out to Arsene Wenger, reach out to Laurent yeah, Blanc, that'd be cool. dude. They're saying they're talking about Arsene Wenger a little bit, but I'm like, yo, that'd dude, like, cool. get Arsene Wenger, Wenger in there, dude. Some cool swag. To yeah, say. he, Old you know, he want to be Old on man a, drip. You know, he want to be uh, you know, he speaking French too. Uh, back in the back in the league, speaking French with people and stuff. Yeah, he's like, nice. No more just being crap. <laughs> English. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Speaking English. What, what does BN have to do with it? I mean, you don't speak English anymore. TV night gets going and be a oh, coach speaking French. Yeah. It's not like dissing BN. God. Uh, no, I thought it was like, huh? But anyway. <laughs> but um, can you not? Anyway. Uh... <laughs> oh, crap. I didn't know I was shaking the screen. Caesar's extra. We got this ghetto set up. That's why. It's not. It's fine. Let me get this mic back. Bring the camera back. <laughs> nah, dog. Um, but yeah, I think they should be hiring top coaches. Maybe Laurent Blanc. Uh, maybe um, Arsene Wenger. Like, that's good for the league. And it's also good for them. Like, Leon's a big big club. Act no. like it, yo. You got money. Stop trying to get they're, the young stuff. They're paying. I think their goalie gets paid like 250000 a week or something like that. Crazy. Anthony Lopez? Yeah, he signed a new contract. Crazy amount of money. 300000 So He's good goalie, yeah. But um, I'm, I'm just like, dude, you got to, like, get a really good coach. Not some, like, new guy that never done anything. Slovenia was doing some weird stuff playing counterattack ball and parking the bus. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that looks cute sometimes, but, like, come on now. But, yeah, they did just fire him. Um, and I don't know about Juninho. I don't know if he's going to stay as, like, kind of the uh, general manager or whatever. Play but, director? So whatever he is. But, Juninho um, Pernambuco? But I would love to Straight see... Straight up, real Brazilian name. Pernambuco. Oh, yeah. That's a city, right? Yeah. Um, 
I would love to see Arsene Wenger there. I think that'd be dope. The the, the day I know that uh, Arsene Wenger would rather be speaking French, I remember he was talking about, they, like it was some interview. I think he was still at Arsenal at the time. I was like, his accent is so heavy. <laughs> like, it'd be like 20 I'm, years ago. I'm like, yo, dog. He was like, he didn't even say Mbappe. Like, everybody says Mbappe. He was like, Mbappe. I was like, this dude is Frenchifying everything, dude. I'm <laughs> hey, like, man, he he's was. French, he's French, man. Huh? He's just, he's just keeping it real with his roots. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, he wants to be speaking. I came here, but then you started screaming at me because I'd say Real Betis. Yeah, because you're trying to fake the language, yo. You're trying to do... Fake the language? You're trying to enunciation, sir. Sure. No, it's not. You're sure. you're being fake when you do that. Wow. It's not like you're being told, oh, hell, Madrid. I do say hell, Madrid. Okay, dog. You're cap. Anyway, okay, last one. Your boys, one of your favorite teams, air conditioner Milan. <laughs> <laughs> favorite teams. They are sitting nine on nine points right now. They're three points off a of relegation zone. <laughs> Um, I love a relegation watcher like a month into the season. Yeah, whatever. Just like but but, the, but these are big clubs, though. You know what I mean? Like, True. They shouldn't be doing that. I'm, I'm not hating them. I just think it's funny. I mean, it is what it is. They shouldn't be doing that. It, I'm saying it's dope because the other sport does this either because no one else has like relegation. So. You feel me? It ain't like MLS like it matters. Oh, nah, Colorado sucks again. Bottom all they want. Yeah. This is FC Cincinnati. Yeah, seriously. Um you 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 watch the derby, but have you watched Milan other than that? You, well, no, I know you lost at least watched Milan twice. Yeah, because you saw Rafael Leao twice. Um, the derby was actually some not not team wise some of the best I've ever played, but I saw players play to their best. Um, I just that team has so much work to do. Um, <laughs> I don't they don't have an identity really. Their formation is weird. Why on earth they start starting a Turkish dude as a, a starting ten? I'm like, look. You literally, if you're okay, if you're literally this team's about to be relegated, why are you not just bringing out players like Larksal, Larksal, and 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 and, and he uh, left. Okay, I'm sorry. Or like certain players like Paquette out there. Like, dude, you have this young Brazilian player. Play him every goddamn game. You should just do it because what do you have to lose? You're you're about to be in relegation. Yeah. Starting who you had, just get him out there. I'm happy him. that they started. What's his name? Uh, Rafael Leon. He looked incredible that game. I, I can't get over it. He was so good. Um, um, Portugal, so, they pronounce, pronounce that R in Portugal, so that means you to stop trying to Brazilify everything. <laughs> you're, who are you, man? This dude. You're, you right didn't want to say. Bam. You didn't want to say anything about uh, Betancourt and uh, and Vecino. You know what I'm saying? Betancourt so regular. Let's go. So, so you're fake. You're fake. You're cap. Valverde's <laughs> <laughs> better than Betancourt though. He is. Ooh. Or he's good. Okay, hold on, hold on, dog. Hold on. Okay, See, okay how, about, how, about, how about that? Before, before we start. Betancourt, I feel like you kind of get a gist of what he's going to play forever. Uh, Very uh, holding back man. Definitely not. Definitely, definitely not, not silky with the ball. Definitely. The you're lying. is super versatile. I like Valverde. He can play anywhere. He's really good. This dude's literally just lying right now. <laughs> I don't like uh, Betancourt. You, okay. Valverde's ball, though. He, I like Roberto a lot, but I haven't I haven't seen a lot of Betancourt. But from what I've seen, he's good though. Um, he's faster. Than, well, he's kind of quicker than Valverde, but Valverde's actually really fast. When he gets running, yeah, you'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> dude!" I've seen him run before. I'm like, "Dog, chill out." <laughs> um, You're upset. Like, why are you running so fast? Because honestly, you don't see that much speed in soccer that much. Um, okay, this is. I don't know if you were done with Milan, but whatever. Who cares? Wow, um, air conditioning though. They did. Um, they did uh, fire their coach. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what I think. I think it's the curse of Berlusconi. Um, they had a horrible owner, 
and you know it's just been down for the he 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 sold the team or whatever 2017 but like it's just been really bad i remember watching games where milan was so bad just like a couple years ago i'm just like Whoa. They were I mean, really bad that last belt till year. They were disgusting. Obviously, I didn't watch soccer back when they were good. They were amazing. But, but it's like, for me, when I was watching them these past few years, I'm like, hard for me to believe this team was ever good. I'm you know, just, it's funny. The opposite is people that watched them for so many years, it's hard to believe, them, hard to believe that they're, they're so bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, the, that's what's hilarious about what's going on. Yeah, they're terrible. I only watch them just because the name still. I'm like, oh, man, it's Jason Mullen. I never know. Because I just think of those days when, like, they had uh, Pato and they were just ridiculous. Yo, like, they had Fat Ronaldo. Fat Ronaldo was absurd on that team. They, they, like, there was some dude that said uh, something about them on Twitter. I can't remember, but I was like, they haven't. He was like saying something about them winning or whatever. I was like, they haven't won a trophy in like five years. Mm. And then he said the Super Cup, the Italian Super Cup. I was like, get out of here, dude. Well, uh, <laughs> it's like, it's almost like, the, it's funny because, like, the decline of two giants, like, Man U and AC Milan both started dying around the same time, and yeah. have been dead kind of ever since. That. But I know, I know, Man U won Europa League. I'm sorry. No, but that, that, that's, yeah, not, but that's they, not. They no, did win Europa good. League. They did, yeah, but, but that's they, not no, good for they But they still won mm, Europa League. No, no, because no. Because no. yeah, they did. They still won Europa League. But I'm not giving them credit for that. I'm gonna give them credit for that because at least at least they did something. It's Manchester United. AC Milan hasn't even been able to get into a goddamn Champions League to get a crack. But like that's Manchester United, yo. Like, come on now. Yeah. You gotta win. Uh, you can't be like your big, Europa. big British Bam. I give, I give, uh, Atleti some credit for winning Europa League. I'll give them some credit for winning Europa League. They're not a for real big club. No. Man, you was like big as ever. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, when good teams struggle, I remember when Chelsea started doing bad that one season after they won the won the league, and they ended up firing uh, Mourinho. But we knew what it was. It was like. Mourinho didn't bring any competition. You got to bring in competition for your good players, especially when you did good the season before. Tottenham, I feel like they should have done that more. Um, maybe they needed to sell a couple of players, maybe get like Deli Ali out of there. Yeah, well, uh, I think a lot of players on the team seem pretty comfortable. I'm yeah. sure Harry Kane is too. All of Harry Kane's probably comfortable too. Um, but I feel like they, but they still had Erickson. And, and honestly, I think it does a lot to your team when a player is there and he doesn't want to be there. Um, yeah, he said he wanted to leave or something. Yeah, he wanted he wanted out of there. And, like, when a player wants to leave, you got to let him go. It's weird. It's weird when you know, they stay. And, and, it's so awkward when they stay. Yeah, and it, it just messes up. Like, he's unhappy. Even if he performs, and I've seen Erickson come in the games and play well, but it's like, he don't want to be there. So it yeah. messes up the locker room. Like, he probably don't want to hang out with it. He's probably already said bye to some of the dudes. And they're like, well, damn, dog. Like, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. These big teams are struggling, and... We'll see what happens. Okay, really quick. Um, well, not necessarily that quick, but I did watch the Diego Maradona documentary because we're trying to do the best football podcast in the world out here, and we're actually like caring about what's going on. We're not the dudes that's trying to be viral on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like we're trying to do something substantial here and like make the sport be more than just highlight reels and uh, and viral tweets. Um, but I guess we could be better on, on social media. But you know, somebody has the good phone. And they don't want to do it. But anyway. Oh, so your phone sucks? Yeah. Okay, do you get a new one? Uh, well, actually, uh, maybe. Um, you missed it for two months. Relax. Okay, Caesar. I did watch his documentary over like the span of like four days. Oh. Uh, so it was interesting. Like I didn't. I, I know. I know a little bit about Diego Maradona, but not like about his life. So I'm just gonna kind of go over some of the stuff um, that happened uh, with him. 
he became somewhat famous at about 15. That's when he started taking care of his family. Um, the, the, the team give, gave him an, an apartment, and he's he's from a shanty town in in Argentina, not the slums. It's literally a shanty town. Like it's like looked like District Nine. It was rough. They were showing the uh, the cameras there where he's from, like the like as poor as you can get. I don't even know where he's from. It's from an area in Buenos Aires, like outside of Buenos Aires. I forgot the name of it. Um, something with an F. Damn, I wish I remember the name. Did I write it down? Um, I might have wrote it down. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. But um, just that level of poverty. Like he's probably the only person that ever made it out of there, dude. Like made it made it anywhere. Yeah, like it. Uh, like they're showing him. Like wow, <laughs> that is poor. Like. Literally, the the best thing they got is that there's actually a roof on the tin shack. Because that's probably, like, it could have been, like, yeah, they don't even have roofs. They just got walls. Like, Jesus. crazy poor. But um, he they gave him an apartment when he was 15. And that's when he started taking care of his family. Um, obviously, he went to Barcelona. He, he played in Argentinos Juniors, and then he went to Boca Juniors. Um, and then... He won the league there. I forgot what year that was. And then from there, he went to Barcelona, obviously. Um, played there for two seasons. Didn't ever finish a season. He hurt his ankle one year. He he didn't like Barcelona at all. Um, there's that big fight against Athletic Club. I, I remember um, him saying that they were, like, saying racist chants to him when he was at, at like, playing against Athletic Club. They were calling him, um, an in, like, Indio, like, saying racist stuff to him. Um so yeah, he he said he like left Barcelona with like with no money even, and he like super like some dude tackled him like hella messed up his ankle. One thing that was crazy is they were like showing his ankle surgery like there was like cameras there when he was getting his ankle surgery like showing them like open up and everything. And I'm like it's funny because we think about like now like the media and stuff is so invasive and there's cameras everywhere. I'm like damn. That was in the '80s, and they were showing that back then. So it ain't it ain't as new as you think. No, it's like yeah, um, we're just we're and, showing ankle surgery. And and that ain't and that ain't like putting your phone camera. It's a big old camera, you know. <laughs> like how uncomfortable is that? Like move over, doctor. I gotta, I gotta get this shot. <laughs> like, I gotta zoom in on this knife cut. Yeah, you gotta like put the tape in there and like go in there. Anyway, um, oh god, he said he left Barcelona broke, and he said that Napoli was the only team that wanted him. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, he said that... Uh, they were saying that him going to Napoli was crazy because, like, uh, big players... Like, Serie A at that time was, like, the best league in the world. Um, and they were saying the big players went to Milan, Inter, uh, and Juve, mostly. Um, uh, did they say another team? Juve, Inter, and AC Milan, probably. That was the ones. Um, Lazio? No. Um, I don't even think they said Rome. But they just went to... Oh, the, Roma probably. Roma's no, no not even there. They just said they went to the northern teams. Wow. Um, maybe... I know I wrote it down. The The one problem with the... with the um, Yeah, no, they were just saying the big... Yeah, the big players went to Juve, Inter, and Napoli. I'm sorry, and uh, Milan. The problem with the documentary is they skipped around a lot, and it was a little bit weird. Um, but I'll talk about my criticism of the actual documentary at the end. But yeah, so it was crazy him going to Napoli. Napoli was the poorest country. I mean, I'm sorry, the poorest city in Italy by far. Mm. Um, and they were saying it's the poorest city in, in like Western Europe. 
Like that was how it was characterized at that time. Jesus. Napoli was the poorest city in uh, Western Europe. Now I'm going to read some of these uh, things that used to say. I don't know if you read this song that I put in the chat on the stream. You were playing, so you probably couldn't see. They were showing. Uh, yeah, I read that. I was dead ass laughing. Like it was crazy what they would say about the Neapolitans, people from Napoli. And Maradona himself said, "Like those, what the hell is this in your hand? What is it? It's a it's a notebook. This is what I this is what I do. The um, anyway, I was eighty four years old. <laughs> okay, so you this need is your bifocals for that too. <laughs> no, you need bifocals actually. Oh, really? <laughs> um, this is what they said. This is the song that the UVA fans were singing about Napoli. The, I was dying. I had to like pause it so I could write it down." Obviously, they're singing in a soccer stadium, and they're like, you know, chanting it, and it's like rhymes in Italian. But they're saying, even the dogs run too. The Neapolitans are coming. Uh, sick with cholera, victims of the earthquake. You never wash with soap. Napoli shit, <laughs> Napoli cholera. <laughs> You're the shame of the whole Italy. Huh. Uh, Neapolitans work hard because for Maradona, you have to sell your ass too. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> but, but it was like the the one part I can like understand the chant is like Napoli mierda, Napoli colera. Oh, <laughs> damn! Because so, there was like a cholera outbreak because like some of the sewage system down there in Napoli, and there was an earthquake too. So they're like they, they were saying they they would put banners up in the stadium saying like um, you got like Napoli is like the Neapolitans are the unwashed the peasants. They had one that said hello cholera sufferers. Um, one of them said Napoli, the sewer of Italy. Huh. Um, there was another song. Um, oh, this one was funny. I'm like, this is creative. They were saying like, obviously it's a, in Italian it's better, but they're like, um, wash them, wash them, wash them with fire. Oh, Vesuvio, wash them with fire. That's the volcano. That destroyed- oh my God. <laughs> that's the yeah. volcano. I think that's the one that like destroyed Pompeii or whatever. <laughs> It was really funny, and like they were saying, like one of the reporters, guys, was saying, like, you know, they were considered like the Africans of Italy. They were, and obviously, they're looking down on them. Mm. Um, and like they weren't, they were a poor team. So like them buying Maradona, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you're gonna have to like sell your ass to afford Maradona because he was a good player, but Napoli wasn't known for uh, getting big players yeah. at that time. They had never won the league before Napoli. That's uh, crazy. I didn't yeah, know that. never. Um. So, they won the league. So, okay. So, 86 World Cup. Obviously, Argentina wins 86 World Cup in Mexico. That's where the hand goal was against England. Yeah, but he also scored the other goal after that. We, like, ran through everybody. I didn't think that. I'm I'm curious. I didn't think that was, like, that amazing. But maybe for back then. Um, But it's because he, like, left-footed. I'm like, I'm not really into it. <laughs> Bam goes on. We made it. Says I didn't think that goal by Maradona was that amazing. Because he's left footed. I'm yeah, over it. Hating. You're um, like I see Messi do it all the time. So they won the World Cup. Maradona was baller though, man. No, no, he was baller. They, they were showing some plays. He's like amazing. I think they said in that World Cup, or maybe the, the World Cup after that. He, I think it might have been that World Cup where they won. He got fouled 50 times. It's the most a player's ever been fouled in the World Cup ever. Like he and they would show like him getting fouled all the time. Like he's just huh. destroyed everybody. They just like slide down, especially in Italy. Yeah. They just like slide down. Bang! <laughs> that's crazy. Um, and that's how he hurt his ankle in Barcelona. I'm not surprised. I think it was an athletic. It was a di- very dirty tackle though. Um, but so they won the world. He won the World Cup. Then they go back into the league with Napoli, and they win their first league title 
um, in the 86-87 season, and then they also won the Cup. And then in the 80... Um, so I think... The, in the 87-88 season, I think it was, he was saying that he wanted to leave. Um, but the the president wouldn't let him leave, but he wanted to go. Um, and the, But then in the 88-89 season, they won the Champions League, actually. Uh, no, good. I'll so, 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 um, so now there's a lot of stuff that happened in between that. I, apparently he got involved. Napoli, they were saying, was basically run by a mafia family, the Camorra, which is like the mafia... Um, he got involved with them. Uh, they show him a bunch of pictures of some of these people that are involved in that gang. He started getting on drugs at some point. Um, he he had a he had a um, a child with this woman that he had denied from then. I think it was eighty six up until two thousand sixteen. He just acknowledged the the dude whose name is Diego Maradona Jr. Yeah, uh, guy's like twenty four. No, well, no, he's like thirty something. Oh, 30 something. He was like, he was like thirty when he acknowledged him. Um, Damn, what if it became baller? What happened? <laughs> um, Diego Maradona there was, Jr. There, there was just a lot. Um, the the thing that was annoying though, they just the documentary skipped around. You know, it's like they'll go forward, then go back, and I'm just like, yo, <sighs> like. You're making it hard to uh, keep track of everything. I like when it's all chronological. Yeah, that would have been a lot better. Um, what's up? I have an idea. Hmm. We should do this a little more often. About what? Like, kind of have you like see a documentary on kind of like old players that you didn't get to like really see. That'd be cool. Really? Like, yeah. Who? You just want me to do Ronaldo? No, Ronaldo. I, don't, I don't want you to do Ronaldo. <laughs> you want me to do Ronaldo. No, I want you to see. <laughs> that'd be cool if you got to see something like Michaela or like or Thurman or like. Or like Kanu, it'd be kind of cool, dude. I don't really want to do it, honestly. They're not big stars, though. But Diego Maradona is one of the top three players ever. I, well, you know, would you I, watch a Pele? I mean, you watch you kind of watch a Pele documentary. Well, though. the thing is, remember that you you might have forgot you have the worst memory of all time. But um, do you remember um, that one uh, like lecture I sent you? It was the dude who wrote the who's the writer for Pele's book, and he like hung out with Pele so he could write the book, and he did a lecture at the Chautauqua Institute. I sent it to you. Yeah, I remember, I remember the Chautauqua word. I remember the words. Well, there was two things I sent you. One was about um, Pele, but then there was another one that was about um, how I remember the, about the Brazilians being yeah, I remember that Brazilian painting one. themselves. I don't remember the pinch. the pinch in the nose and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you was like, "What's wrong with that?" I'm shook. <laughs> no, actually, I think I told you the sad story. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Don't, we don't want to put put nobody out, but um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, maybe I could watch that and talk about it again. Um, because that was interesting. Or maybe I'll just watch it again and see maybe if I want to talk about it. I, I don't want to stay on this uh, Maradona thing too much, but um, he started doing drugs. He was a partier. Everybody knew. He used to hang out in the nightlife. Um, the best is the video of him uh, just using the garden hose on the media dudes on the door. <laughs> they didn't show that, actually. That's so fresh. Um, <laughs> there was like... But he kind of started to get over... He was just like so famous, like, and he, he was like over it, like he was just, you know, I can't imagine, yeah, and it's it's just like the people just wouldn't let him live, you know, um, so that was like becoming very difficult for him. He wanted to leave, but they, but like basically, Napoli wouldn't let him go. Um, so then the nineteen ninety World Cup comes along, and um, the two things I noticed. Um, what the heck does that say? 
Oh, two things that I didn't. Oh, that was funny. That was interesting. The spray that they use on players now, the uh, the magic spray, whether they or they had that back then in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Maradona's playing this World Cup. Uh, 1990 World Cup in Italy with a hoop earring in his ear. So fresh. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, uh, I mean, so did, so did, um, he was the only one. What's his name from, uh, Italy had the cross or something like that or a hoop earring also. Probably. Piat, not Piat, there's something like that. The, the, the legend. Mm, I'm not sure. Um, so, this is kind of what ended up being like the down, to the, the real, how his career started really going down was, um, Argentina beat Italy in that World Cup, and they played it in Napoli. Um, and oh, I remember the story. I remember, yeah, I remember so hearing about this before the match. He was like, he was like saying that he would hope the Neapolitans would go for Argentina over Italy, and a lot of people in Italy got offended by that. And some of the, you know, it's a mafia town, so it's not like you know, okay, well, if the mayor doesn't get offended, it's like you know, you know who's pull, pulling the strings back then. Um, so there was a lot of people that were offended. Some people were saying, yeah, I'm going to go for him because Maradona, like, brought so much to us. We won the league twice. Like, they never had achieved anything. I'm not all the way mad at him for saying that, but that's a bold move, sir. Well, yeah, it might not be that big a deal someplace, but, like, there it was just, like, because they're just so intense about it. Um, so they ended up beating Italy on penalties, and they went to the final. They lost to West Germany, but he got a lot of backlash after that. Um, he caught a charge after that. They, they had some Operation China. They were wiretapping his phone. Caught him talking about uh, cocaine and prostitutes. Um, he caught a, a year and change suspended sentence. Um, and, yeah, basically got, after that, he was out of there. Um, when he got the sentence, he left. He did play in the 91 season, and they were showing him playing, and it, he was so chubby. It was crazy. Um, oh, and then he was season for what? For Napoli. So he, got, he caught that sentence. He played in the next season. But then after a game against uh, some team, uh, Body or something like that, they tested him. They gave him a test, like a drug test, and he failed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, man. He had cocaine in his system. And then so they were saying that he got a one-year ban. He can't play, so he, like, went back to Argentina. Now, I know that he played for Sevilla at some point, and he went back to play for Boca Juniors. Literally after that, 1991, they're saying, like, he got suspended for the drugs. They skip all the way to 2004. Oh, what? Yeah. Like, I want to hear about his road trip, the trip after that. They, literally, they skipped to 2004. Did play for Sevilla? Yeah, for a season. Um, they skipped to 2004, and he's, like, doing some interview talking about his addiction issues um, and, like, just where he was at. He, this is, obviously, he's, like, much older. He's done at that point. But um, just where he was in his life at that point, and he's, like... I think he was like in an institute trying to recover. Um, they, it basically ended there. They were, and then like later on, like kind of during the credits, they said in 2016 he finally acknowledged his Italian son, and they met each other. Um, one of the things I think his girl, his wife said, was that his issue. Th- this is like the one like lesson you can take from this uh, documentary. Which, to be honest with you, I didn't really like the documentary itself that much. He said that she was saying that Diego had a lot of pressure on him from a young age, and he always liked to deal with his problems himself. He didn't like to talk to anybody about his issues and his problems, so like he just had the burden on himself. And like, since he didn't do that, like he coped and like tried to deal with the issues with substances and trying to party it away and stuff like that. Um, it seemed like he was a nice guy. 
and like people liked him. Um, oh god, there were some funny songs they would be singing. I think like after they won the World Cup or something like that, they were saying they were singing some hilarious songs like the Argentina players. <laughs> like uh, I, I wish I could remember. Uh, it was like you'd be dying. Like damn, what Argentina? <laughs> um, but yeah, so the thing that I think people could take is from that is like talk to your family, talk to talk to your friends about your problems, your issues. You know, don't just think that you got to carry. I mean. If you have people you can turn to, don't just carry the burden all on your shoulders. You got to talk to people because if you don't, you might end up, you know, being like, you know, I'm going to drink my problems away. I'm going to do drugs of my problems away. And you never know where that can lead. The, the dude was saying he uh, went to Maradona's house and he's laying on the floor in the bathroom with a blanket on him. Like he was just completely wrecked off cocaine. Uh, like straight up addicted to cocaine. Uh, yeah. And that was back when that cocaine was real. Hmm? In... <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's a good point you make. I mean, especially in today's society, I think that people like to use uh, other avenues to escape, you know, issues and realities. And I mm-hmm. think that's important to when you're. Con- I know it's important to confront them, but don't think you have to confront them alone. Yeah, Caesar you know, can't you- stop telling me about his issues. All right. Oh, my bad. <laughs> okay, See, that's why people don't do it. <laughs> people like you in the world. <laughs> Habitual. Well, Habitual. Oh, I didn't hear that uh, H first. <laughs> but no, yeah, go ahead. Um, no, so I, I think it's really important that you you understand that when you face these problems, you're not doing it alone. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, people say, "Oh, I don't have anybody." You do. You really do. We didn't come up with this. We 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 did not come into up come. You weren't unless you were born on some desert island. There's somebody out there. You may not know it. It's mm-hmm. not that nobody's out there because you you don't see it per se, but you just don't know yet. Try try to find to talk to a random person one day. You never know. Because if I know how I am, if me and you was walking on the street and someone walked up and hey, man, like, I'm just not having a great day, I'd be like, hey, man, you know, what's good? Like, what's going on, man? Yeah. Well, you'll mad dog them before they start talking to you. Because so. then I think it's, I might, at first I think it's a trap. No, yeah. I'm no, I I, no, but on oh, no, a serious note, like, yeah, you're not alone in this world. Um, if, you know, have any issues, please, like, just don't think you're alone. Try to talk to somebody because... Because it's it's important. Things like this happen. There's there's situations happen where you may think that your behavior is only affecting you, but you mean somebody to somebody out there. You mean something to somebody out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, people don't want to see you hurt. I mean, yeah. I, I, obviously, I can't speak for everybody. Maybe yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have anybody, but I'm I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah. Um, and you have to take the leap to be like, you know what? I'm gonna be vulnerable with this person and just be like, be like, you know what? I mean, I, I guess going back to Maradona's case, like. He was, I think the biggest issue for him was just being that famous yeah. and just like not knowing how to handle it. And he's the only one, you know, like it's not no, like his, no one can empathize. Yeah. N- nobody can understand what he's going through. He leave the house. They're just like around the, around the uh, car. Like he can't even walk. It's like, he, I think they were like, he's like walking through the airport. People are crowding so much. He's like up against the window, like trying to get through. Like it was insane Jeez. for him. Um, awful life. He, he, but but then like, as fast as they loved him, like they ended up turning against him in a way too. He said that when he came to Napoli, he was greeted by like eighty five thousand people. He said, "I left alone." You know, like I mean, I'm sure like with his kids and his wife, but like he was like there wasn't anybody there when I left. I don't know if that's kind of hyperbole, but like he was. That's basically how he put it. Um so yeah, I mean, obviously, people, he's a very polarizing figure, and people feel a way about him. I, don't, I mean, obviously, I wasn't like alive then, or like knowing what's going on then to really know. Like, I wasn't an adult to be watching Maradona, but like, 
he's a, he has an interesting life, and um, it's it's not a life that I haven't heard of, aside from like being a famous athlete, but like somebody ending up on drugs that yeah. you probably kind of wouldn't expect it from, you know. Um, would I suggest the documentary itself? Like, uh, I guess if you like the sport, if you like these figures, like sure, but I didn't think it was very well done. Um, okay. Caesars really wants to dip. Um, he's over here being real antsy. Um, I don't know if you still want to talk about the China NBA thing because you can. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Because you got a lot going on right now. You're moving a lot. Well, what do you what do you want to say about it? What do you want to say about it? You're the one. That, you're the NBA C's over here. I know. I'm kind of low key. Never, I'm a, never, I'm a, never broke again. I'm C's. excited for the NBA season. That I'm not even going to watch it. Um, so, <laughs> like, I'm so excited that I'm not going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna watch the final game. <laughs> yeah, Bayer Clippers won it all. Um, okay, just you watch. I am. I, I did ball out 2017 with all okay, my picks. Okay, let's let's bet. Who we betting? Fifty push-ups. Okay, and who you betting for? So we can both be wrong, and then what? Then we both do push-ups. Fifty? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's probably gonna be some incentive on this bet here. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So damn. All right, I, I think that I'm scared. Look. I think the biggest recognition is that what you, I think Maury, you know, Dare Maury, when he posted out oh, that tweet oh. about China, uh, we stand, stand with we stand with China, the Hong Kong, Hong protesters. Kong, stuff, the protesters. I'm like, dog, like, first of all, you're not Joe from down the street, you're not Jim, you're not Steve, you're not Mike, and you're not Caesar Bam. You know, you're a GM for an NBA team, mm-hmm. and I think it's really cute that everybody likes to go into these other countries and use and use them as a great resource to make more money and spread their brand. But then don't want to then don't want to then don't aren't aware and up to knowledge upon how different cultures work and and different situations work here and then actually I'm gonna skip real I saw that a Palatori uh, a Palatori posted online saying that uh, a video saying that oh you know maybe he could have got away with that saying it in America I think that's kind of cap because I think that it's not necessarily that just because America is labeled as oh we're a free country that you're necessarily able to say things that stand upon very opposing views in this country. I think that if he if this was a similar situation, but let's say it was left and right happening in America, it wouldn't necessarily be all good. I think it would still be. I think it'd still be something to talk about. Yeah, they're going to talk about. It. I don't think it. I don't think it'd be. Like I don't that think. Yeah, I don't think it'd be a, a, a crazy thing where teams would shut down or stop hosting uh, uh, Rockets games. But it would definitely be something where they go like, "Hey, like let's say let's say hit the, the protesting side was the the very." Uh, Controversial side in America, then I think they would just be like, "Oh man, that's funny because that that coach, that, that team was similar with this." So I don't really know how I feel about them, but it wouldn't be uh, affecting them financially. I don't think yeah, or anything not, significant. Not on that level, yeah, no. so I think there's a level of freedoms, I guess, that you have here that you don't have in other countries. And uh, I thought the wackest part of everything was just making James Harden apologize. I'm like, yo, what? what? Who, who, you don't know if they made no, it. You know no, they they made it. no, they did. No, they did. No, they did. Did you watch it? Okay. You Caesar, think he did it from the bottom okay, of his heart? Caesar, he on. felt like he had to apologize? Okay. I don't know. Why I know Darren Moore said, hey, man, James, you got to get me out of this hole, dog. You got to get me out of this hole, man. Now, Caesar, hold on now. You, one, yell at me again, this pencil going in your neck. James Harden of Artesia down the street. You're, you're racist, one. But also, <laughs> what? I don't need this. <laughs> Oh God! Um, how do you know that they made James Harden apologize? Because I'm not stupid, okay, and okay. I see a forced apology when I see one. Okay, he's literally over there saying, 
He's not uh, reading anything. He's talking next to a dude. No, I'm sorry. You are just all knowing, and you're no, just big no, facts you're the forever. one. You're the one that said he. They made him. I think they I'm made him. I know. think they made okay, him. Okay, now okay, that's different. Now you're saying you think before you said they made him. I'm about accuracy. I'm no, sorry. you're not, man. Okay, sorry if you're not, but I'm about accuracy. Okay. So it's okay. So what do you think? I've been it? talking. What do you have to say about it, Caesar? You didn't finish yet. I think they made John James Harden apologize for it to cover up for Dermore because James Harden's a superstar and no one knows no one knows who Dermore is. But they're assuming the issue is just with the Rockets. He's so kind of insignificant that they're just assimilated the Rockets and the Rockets have fired him, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after they fire him, I mean, why is James Harden apologizing? Why? James Harden is not the one that tweeted this out. Well, he's apologizing for the no, no, the no, team. no, no. He doesn't. He doesn't need to do that. Damn. He doesn't need to do that. Why does he need to do that? Tell me why. Because he's trying to get the bag. He's trying to get the bag? Yeah, he's part of the bag. Okay. I would think anyway. Um, Okay, so here's what I think. He wants to stand with the Hong Kong protesters. Like, that's fine. But, like, dog, you work work at, like, a... It's a corporation, yo. Like, you got to understand, like... Yeah, you can be a freedom fighter, but, like... Because they're saying, like, oh, the NBA is bowing to Chinese, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the money that, okay, this is this is how I feel. The money that the NBA is getting from, like, the China stuff, it ain't just, like, going to, like, uh, uh, what's the dude's name? Silver? Adam Silver? It ain't like it's just going to him. Like, this is what is, like, feeding the league, which feeds the players. And the money that directly the Houston Rockets are getting. Yeah. Because you always do, like, the whole China night and yeah, all that exactly. stuff, too. Like, so, they're big into that. So it's not just, like, they play it's one person's being affected here if, like, that, that revenue stream is cut off. It's a lot of different people. If he wants to be a freedom fighter, like, that's fine. But, like, you got to understand the backlash. China can do whatever the hell they want. Like, it, that they can do what they want over there. America did what they wanted when they bombed Iraq to the Stone Age. Would you? You don't get to, uh, say, you know, you get to say something back. Like no, like the countries do what they want. If that's how no. China's rocking, that's not how I'm rocking personally. But one, I don't live there. I can't speak on like what exactly is going on with the Hong Kong situation. But you know, it's turned up. I can say that much. The, the, it's turned up. You want to talk about going hard in the paint? What I will say. This is the one thing I'll say about the Hong Kong protests. Like actually, those people are lucky. Honestly, the Hong Kong protesters. Let you throw a Molotov cocktail at a police officer in the United States of America. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, they're getting all beat. Yo, I'm like, yo, y'all are, I'm like, y'all are lucky. I saw officers getting messed up on that video. They're beating them up, uh, beating them down. It's good videos. I I seen the, like, literally, like, the dude's, like, trying to get up. They throw a Molotov cocktail. He's, like, sets on fire to some extent, then it, like, goes away. I'm like... You guys couldn't do like a one tenth of this stuff in America. If you try to, get, to do this, they're to get that rage out right now. You try to get it out. If you try this stuff in America, as soon as you like try to like harm the police, they're gonna roll up and have a fifty cow on top of a Humvee and mow everybody down. <laughs> Literally, yo, they're gonna mow everybody down. Try to show up with your with your rod at the police. You can do that. Antifa and uh, the Proud Boys can fight each other. That's fine, whatever. God, but if I'm you start hearing those names. But if you start trying to do that to the cops, like they're going to mow you down. Anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, 
I don't think like the NBA is doing anything bad necessarily by saying like, hey, sorry, dude. Like, you know, we, we don't speak for him, you know, or if he was to apologize. Whatever. No, I don't think, so, yeah. I don't think that's bad because the country's, the country's, the country's, I don't necessarily say it's dumb. Like he's expressing himself. Is he? But, 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 but it, it, it I don't, okay. This going to sound weird, but I don't think it's dumb, but I don't think it's the smartest thing to do based on where you work. Yeah. You know you're not I mean? doing this at your, you're, you're doing this on a work Twitter. You know what I mean? You had your job on your bio. You know what I mean? Like, and you got to understand the That's ramifications. Why you're do you want, I mean, yeah, I feel you. I'm not necessarily opposed yeah. to that, but like, what are, do you want to be responsible for taking money away from everybody at that organization or at the NBA? Like, is that what you're doing? Is, or is it worth it for you to do that? Because James Harden don't want you to do that. And and uh, all these other people were putting their lives, putting their lives on the line to some extent, playing this sport. I mean, whatever you you know, you gonna have some messed up ankles when you get fifty. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's gonna be tough on you out here. He ain't about to have them situations. No. James Harden gonna be like, yeah, my wrist hurts forever. If Darren Moore tweeted that and then said, then tweeted, I stand by what I said. I ride forever. I'm like, damn. Okay, well you you took a stance. Now go ahead and delete the bio and say that this is me. I stand for myself and it's not the team, not the league or the company. I'm a person of of some stature and I stand with these people. That's dope. You're making a stand. You're being a freedom fighter. You're taking a personal stance on something. That's what's up. But the approach, I think, to it was just kind of like dumb. Like if, 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 think about it. If we've done this show and we've built it into something this and then I go and say something inflammatory on not times or just something controversial, I guess, and involving another country that could affect any kind of. If China's giving us the bag, I ain't saying nothing. About yeah, if, let's say this we're in the same situation. Well, I tweet, I, I stand with Hong Kong, but uh, it, but the thing is, it doesn't just affect me. If it I did, it affects you too. You'd be like, "Yo, come on, dog! <laughs> oh yeah, I just got my third A8." <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like you yeah. got to take that into consideration, and you know, look. Yeah, if we get in the bag from China, then I'll talk about other stuff. You know yeah, I'll like, yeah, be like, you know what? Whatever. Well, I, I yeah, yeah I'll, I'll sell out. I'll a stop talking about NBA, China basketball. I'll start talking about Philippine league basketball. But, but even even with that, like sometimes like everything ain't your fight, and yeah. sometimes you got to think about the ramifications for other people. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if it was James Harden that did it, and then they took all this other stuff away, it'd be a lot more backlash. Because you know what they would start saying? He probably don't even know what he's talking about. Mm. You know what they would say that. No. So yeah, I mean, I don't think that he did the right thing necessarily, just because it, it affects everybody else. But like, I'm not mad at him speaking his mind. Um, and you know, maybe he should go on some thing and, and actually talk about what's going on there. It, you know, that's all real. Because China is a big deal. Like, they ain't like, yeah, you can say whatever you want about Syria. You know, like no, but that doesn't really affect much. Or even Hawaii. Yeah, it, it places here too. But like, yeah, but China's, China's a like big no deal. joke. You know what I mean? Especially when you're like literally. You can say stuff about Russia. Yeah, but the thing is, especially when you're literally there, like you're gonna go there, like right now. Yeah. Come on, man. And it's yeah. affecting. It's they're in the airport protesting. What are you doing, dude? We don't have those same situations. Why here. don't you do that after you dip? You know, we don't have those same situations here in America. Like if no. if it was a situation where, let's say, I mean, this it's a little bit different because it's. It's a little bit different. Let's say like Hawaii. Like there's a let's say like a lot of people in the Hawaii were like revolting against like the. If you say I stand with the science, or I stand with science or whatever. It's not gonna affect you. But, but like let's say like there was like a revolt. Like the people of Hawaii or some place or Nebraska are like revolting against like the government. 
there, there's gonna be and, and like most of the population in America is like not behind it if you start saying like oh I'm with the people of Hawaii like it's gonna cause some issues yeah if you if, if the people in Hawaii were like we want to disassimilate from the United States and, and they're being violent and we're being and we're shutting the airport down yeah no one flying being, dom, no one flying yeah. domestic is allowed in ever again well, they, and we're getting and we're gonna start beating up all the all the elements all yeah. we're fighting back against all yeah. the military occupations here which is the, I think the the army on the on the top right and all the different sides of the if that was happening you'd be like yeah you know what I ride with the Hawaiians that's cool they did that it might get some issues there yeah, man it definitely because works. because let's say there's veterans getting hurt or whatever anything. like it, it could anybody people will tie anything when, and it'll be it could be problems when there's, I domestic, that. when there's domestic unrest the country wants to get it over they want to quell it yeah so they don't want anybody inflaming it especially from somebody from a, a powerful nation like America yeah um, but yeah, anyway, uh, want to try to end this on a hundred minutes. Um, yeah, we made a podcast at we made a podcast.com on all social media. Holler at us. We made a podcast at Gmail. Make sure you uh, hit us up and follow Mufasa's Taquitos. Just said in the beginning. Please do. And we made it C's. Yeah. On uh, playing Apex Twitch. and Thuggin. On Twitch. Yeah, that's right. Holla. Mr. Balter. <laughs>